0: Hey guys, this is Doug, and you're listening to What's the Hazard. Before we get started with today's episode, I'd like to thank our sponsors, Fallowich Construction Services, Custom Concrete Specialists, WorkSafe Consulting, the Nebraska Department of Labor On-Site Consultation Group, and our latest sponsor, Make You Safe. Thank you one and all for your support. I sincerely appreciate it. Now let's get to today's episode. It is Friday, March 10th. Uh, coming to you from Omaha, Nebraska, um, had a pretty interesting week. I hope you had a good week and things are going well. If not, things will get better, so just hang in there. Um, I don't have a guest today, and in fact, I think I made some scheduling errors, so I owe some apologies. But today, I thought I would share with you some information that I find particularly interesting. We, My wife and I follow... Um, a syndicated columnist in the Omaha World Herald. His name is John Rosemond. I think he's a, I guess he's a psychologist. I'm sure he's a PhD. I believe, he, you know, he does kind of child psychology and parenting, and he has a parenting advice column. And it's interesting. Uh, we read these, and every time I read one of these articles, I am changing the words um, parent to manager and child to employee, and they seem to really resonate. Most of the things that he recommends, I think, would be considered old school by many people, old school parenting, perhaps, or foundational approaches to parenting, um, rather than some of the new modern helicopter, you know, my child is the center of the universe parenting approaches. And in my mind, so many of them apply directly to what we do as managers in the workplace, that I thought it might be interesting to actually discuss some of these, and in your own minds, you can change you know parent to manager and child to employee and see if it resonates with you so I'm going to spend a little bit of time reviewing some of these articles. I picked out four articles that I thought were particularly interesting. My wife actually leaves them for me to read on my on my table in the living room and um, so We're going to call this, uh, is this managing or parenting and story time? So we're just going to review some of these. I'm not going to do a lot of editorialism on the articles. I'm just going to read them, maybe throw in a thought or two, and then leave them for you to consider. So let me get started. I feel like I should be in front of the fireplace or something with with the Labrador laying at my feet. And I do apologize for reading, and I want to give credit to Dr. Rosemond. These are not my original thoughts. I'm just sharing articles that, that have been provided in the newspaper. Uh, the first one, obedience is natural response to effective leadership. And in his articles, they always start out with a question from a reader, and then he provides an answer. So um, I'm not going to necessarily read them verbatim, but here we go. This, this uh, reader writes in, I recently read an article by a parenting expert who said adults need to earn the respect of children. That seems like one more progressive attempt to undermine parental authority. I believe children should respect adults no matter what. Don't you agree? Uh, Dr. Rosemond responds, no, I don't agree. You're saying, in effect, that respect is an entitlement due to adults because they're what? Bigger, older employed, went to college. Um, The crucial issue is not whether a person occupies a position of authority, a boss, a commander, a parent. It is whether they exercise authority in a manner that deserves respect. Wow, okay? Um, This translates very obviously to me into our work environment, right? So many managers believe that simply because they hold the position – they are due respect. And the expert, Mr. Dr. Rosemond, disagrees, and I, I would have to dis- disagree as well. It goes on, for example, the fact that the law requires me to submit to certain designated authorities does not mean I am obligated to respect them. Note that obedience and respect are not synonymous. Let me repeat that, and I think this is really the keynote here. Note that obedience and respect are not synonymous i obey because i believe in the rule of law however imperfect i also obey because in the final analysis i'm a lot more content than if i disobey disobedient people regardless of age are never content i am not obligated however to respect the individuals who make the law they earn my respect by acting responsibly ethically and selflessly Likewise, I think it is in the overall best interest of children slash employees that they obey adults slash managers who occupy positions of legitimate authority, parents, teachers especially. Children who disobey are not happy campers. But even a child can understand intuitively when an adult in a position of leadership is not behaving in a fashion that deserves respect. We all know that. We've all had managers that, did not behave in a manner that deserved our respect. An adult earns that respect of children by discharging the responsibilities of their office in a fashion that causes children to want to obey. In other words, obedience is a natural response to effective leadership, and this is true regardless of whether the people being led are adults or children. There you go. Um, Really interesting. I know that... uh, Paul O'Neill, a mentor of mine, although he didn't realize he was a mentor, the old CEO of Alcoa Corporation, used to talk about discretionary energy and the fact that employees have this discretionary energy that they utilize ultimately when they respect their leadership rather rather than are simply being obedient to their leadership. The question, therefore, becomes, What does effective leadership look like? For one thing, effective leaders command. People in leadership positions who are are demanding do not know how to command. Effective leaders are relaxed, not uptight. They are open to changing their minds, albeit they have to take care not to appear wishy-washy. They communicate clearly and concisely, which is essential to the projection of decisiveness. They let people make mistakes and learn from them. Above all, the effective leader is focused on helping the people they lead become better at what they're doing. As a consequence, working for a good leader is intrinsically rewarding. Parenting and teaching are both leadership activities. Unfortunately, today's parents and teachers are all too likely to be acting as if their primary goal is to be friends with their children and students. Leaders, however, must guard against letting the desire for a relationship undermine leadership. The attempt on the part of a person in a leadership position to establish wonderful relationships reflects insecurity, which opens the door to disrespect. Besides, by putting leadership first, good relationships follow, naturally. Okay, wow, there's a lot in that one. Um, Give that one some thought. I think this concept of obedience is not synonymous with respect is really interesting. I've had situations in my own professional life where I was obedient to the leaders, managers, you know, I did what I was told because that's who I am as a person. I, you know, I take my work commitment seriously. And so I do what I'm told, but not always with commensurate respect. And so um, as he describes what a good leader looks like, I think many of the things that we talk about all the time were, were revealed in that discussion. So, Um, Keep that in mind. Um, Just food for thought. Again, the author is John Rosemond. I know he's published many books. Um, And I think I I would be interested in your feedback if you believe this strong correlation exists between parenting and managing in our workplaces. Number two, story time number two. How does an adult earn a child's respect? Likewise, how does a manager earn an employee's respect? Okay, just, just substitute the words. Manager for adult and employee for child, okay? A child demonstrates respect for an adult by willingly, that is, in the presence, in the absence of threat or promise, paying attention to and doing what this adult tells him to do. An adult demonstrates respect for a child by calmly communicating the expectation that he is to pay attention and do what he is told. OK, I mean, we talk about this pretty regularly when we talk about um, communication, clear and concise expectations. And I think offered in a in a calm manner. And I so I think when we talk about leadership, uh, likewise, as we talk about parenting here, those similarities are glaring to me and uh, I think should be obvious. Um, I'm going to go on and continue reading from John's column. Children need adults they can depend upon. Let's substitute. Employees need managers they can depend upon. They need managers who earn their respect. Some adults, unfortunately, believe they deserve the respect of the children in their care, that it is their natural due. Said adults are often found becoming enraged at children who do not give that to which they feel entitled. Others, I suspect, um, confuse being respected with being liked. They often wonder why, given the sincerity of their efforts to be likable, their children don't obey them. The fact is, I can like you and not really respect you. Likewise, I can fail to find you likable, but can respect you nonetheless. Wow, this is a a huge topic in the work environment, okay? Your child needs to respect and obey. If there are days when he doesn't like you, oh well, that will pass too. Why would an authentic adult who is taking proper and steadfast care of business on a child's behalf worry if said child doesn't seem to like him on Wednesday or even Thursday, Friday, or whatever? Or even for several weeks running? This is interesting because... You know, this desire to be liked by our employees um, or this need to be liked. My buddy Aaron Serone talks about this. Managers who get results are not always the managers who are so desperate to be liked by their employees. In fact, you know, when when their leadership is looking at effectiveness – You know, the managers that get results are typically the managers that are retained and rewarded and the managers that, you know, everybody likes them, but they're not getting results aren't going to last very long. So this desire to be liked by employees, while I get it, I, you know, I consider myself a people pleaser in many respects. I want people to like me, I think, or at least I used to, I don't worry about that quite as much as I used to. But it used to be important to me, but that kind of undermines the whole process of earning and getting respect. Oftentimes, you know, being liked isn't the objective here. Um, if that's a, a byproduct of our relationship with our employees, great. And if it's not, that's okay. One of my sons used to tell me all the time when he was little, and I would do something that that you know that upset him or didn't, like, you know, he would say something like. I don't like you, daddy. And I would tell him, you know what, I've got plenty of friends, man. I don't need you as a friend. You're my son. And, you know, you're going to do what I ask you to do. And so it kind of comes full circle with our employees. I think, you know, we certainly want their respect. We want their obedience. But if our driver is being liked by our employees, I think that is going to undermine our authority and undermine our position in this relationship. So once again, that's just food for thought uh, from John Rosemond, syndicated columnist, child psychologist. Um, check him out in the World Herald or where, wherever your publications come from. And I know that he's written a number of books, but to me, the amazing thing is how tightly correlated this parenting advice is to managing employees. So we've been reading from John Rosemond, syndicated columnist, child psychologist. Um, I'm going to read a third article, and then I'm going to let you stew on this stuff for a while. So this one is entitled, Why You Shouldn't Try to Be Liked by Your Child. And, you know, this is really interesting. I, My boys are grown. I have two sons, grown adults. Um, we have not been really I, – I guess I still parent them, but I try to parent them differently to some degree. Um, we've actually become friends, I believe. It wasn't really my intent to be their friend when – When they were living in my house, you know, I was the authority figure. My wife and I were the authorities and trying to give them reasonable life guidance along the way. Uh, But now that they're grown men, they've moved away, I think we're actually better friends than we were. And I think that is the consequence of perhaps this um, uh, attempt to gain respect and obedience rather than gain uh, this uh, friendship thing. And so um, I'm going to read a little bit from this article, but I think it does have significant application to the work environment. You know, let's just substitute uh, the word manager for the word adult and the word employee for the word word child in these articles, in these columns, and and see where that gets us. Uh, So again, this is from John Rosemond. Is the following statement true or false? It is often the case that children like what is not good for them and do not like what is good for them. This is true, right? And Rosemont says, absolutely true. The question then becomes, are you trying to be liked by your child? Or in our, in our case, are you trying to be liked by your employees? Other forms of the same question. Does it bother you when your child acts like he doesn't like you? When your child acts like he doesn't care for you? Do you try to correct the situation? Do you desire in your heart of hearts to be seen by your child as a friend? If you answered yes to those questions, you have proved beyond a shadow of a doubt that you are not of sound mind. In this case, a sound mind is defined as not caring one way or the other whether your child likes you at any given moment in time or not. What an odd concept, an adult who wants to be liked by a child. And I think we can apply this fairly closely to a manager wanting or needing to be liked by an employee. Children are driven by their senses. A child will choose a sugar-laden, artificially purple-orange-colored junk drink over pure refreshing water, for example. Right? A child will choose sugar and carbo-saturated junk food over green food that grew in unadulterated soil. What an odd concept that an adult who wants to be liked by a child... What, pray tell, does one say to such a person, given they have unequivocally evidenced no evidence of a sound mind? I suggest good luck with that. Children are quick to sense when an adult wants to be liked by them. They may lack the ability to express their understanding, but keep in mind that children are intuitively brilliant. When a child senses that an adult wants to be liked, the child begins to spiral, some more rapidly than others, out of control. The child senses correctly that someone who wants to be liked is incapable of effectively correcting his behavior. Wow. Again, this goes back to our workplaces managers, you know, employees can sense that managers who want to be liked are going to be really challenged when it comes to correcting behavior and discipline, right? The adult in question is acting like he is the child's peer And peers cannot effectively discipline one another. The successful discipline of a child requires that an adult act like, well, an adult. Or likewise, a manager act like a manager. Acting like an adult involves establishing an emotional and physical boundary between yourself and your child. You can be friendly, but you can't be a friend. You are available, but you are not at the child's beck and call. The child is not the center of your world. Quite opposite, you are the center of his or her world. You are a role model of what it means to be an adult. Your primary relationships are with other adults, beginning with your spouse. You are, from your child's point of view, an interesting person who does lots of things with other interesting people your own age. You don't allow your child's behavior to trigger and drive your emotions, If you often say things like, my child drives me crazy sometimes, you are one of those child-driven people, and I'm sorry to have to tell you, but the problem is not your child. To be an effective boss, you must first be an impeccable boss of yourself, and make no mistake, your child needs a boss, not a 30 or 40-something-year-old friend. Oh, again, man, as I read these articles from Rosemond, these columns, I see our workplaces Every time. They translate so closely. The correlation is so strong. And I have known managers that wanted to be friends with their employees desperately. And maybe they are. And maybe they're able to maintain that with some level of professionalism. Maybe you are actually able to discipline a friend or family member who is in your charge as a manager um, consistently and effectively. But that seems unlikely, right? I mean... And again, um, I'm not suggesting that these are exactly correlated, that there are situations where the parenting approach may be slightly different than the managing employees approach. But I will say, at least as I read these things, and as I read books like uh, Principles of Human Performance or Safety Differently, things like that, this new paradigm shift in how we philosophically approach a process change, you know. I mean, I just look at these things and think, you know, these are really key concepts. These concepts about being liked, about earning respect, about obedience, that we talk about when we talk about parenting, and how closely correlated they are to um, managing employees. So, I'm just wanting this to be food for thought. I would be interested in your comments on these things. If you've ever viewed managing employees like like parenting. Um, and I know I have, I would be interested in hearing from you. So you know how to reach me, Doug at FletcherSafety.com, email. You can put comments below the YouTube videos if that's your preference. You can text me, my phone number, 402-332-7755. You can always text me there if you have comments or questions. But um, that's it for today, guys. I hope you had a good week, and I hope you have a great weekend and get recharged and get back at this next week. Um, What we do is really important, and in my mind, and I know in some of your minds, it's evolving how we do these things. So, um, same tools, different mindset, right? We're doing the same things. We're going to be doing training. We're going to be doing auditing. We're looking for hazards. We're looking for solutions, but I think safety differently. This safety too is just a different philosophical approach, rather than a different, rather than a process change. We use the same processes with different mindset. So keep up the good work, and we will talk to you next week. Bye bye. A Huda media production.